What I'm saying is tier fours, a lot more doable now. They're on the table. (laughs) (laughs) Tier fours are back on the menu. You know, know, a lot of people ask me, hey, Chris, who do you think is going to benefit the most from remote raid invites? I'll tell you what, it's four star rates. (laughs) (laughs) You're tuned into the GoCast podcast, your one-stop shop for updates, news, tips, and community in the world of Pokemon Go. Thank you for listening. Some mega news comes with some mega questions. A data mine has spoken. Only the giftable shall be gifted. It's time for Go Battle League. Take two. Some exciting new freebies are coming to the rescue. And more on this episode of GoCast. Hello and welcome to GoCast episode 99. It is June 23rd, yet another Tuesday evening. I'm your host, Chris, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Kyle. Hiya. 99, Kyle. 99. 99. Next week's the week. It's the week. Should we tell people what we're planning? Nope. Okay. I didn't <laughs> think later. so. All right. That's that's for next week. We'll save what we're planning next week for next week. You guys can find out then. <laughs> Anyway, hey man, what's going on? How you doing? I'm doing good. Doing good right yeah? now. Yeah? Yeah. Good. That's good. Well, we haven't hit our goals yet. We haven't talked about them yet. So yeah, you well. should be doing good right now. We can reassess <laughs> that happiness and general good level in just a moment. But before we get started with anything in this episode, of course, we want to take a moment to acknowledge a brand new patron and thank them for their patronage. This is Joanne ZK. Sorry if, if I was supposed to pronounce that in a different way, but it looks like Joanne and ZK right after it. So I'm rolling the dice on this one, flipping a coin. I'm hoping that's it. <laughs> well, anyway, thank you, Joanne, for your patronage. Really appreciate it. And we hope that you're enjoying the Discord if you choose to participate in it. All right, Kyle, it's been a week since we last spoke, at least in this setting. It has. It has been. And last week we set some goals, as we want to do. And I mean, want isn't like we, we generally do it behavior wise, not like you want to do it. But like we are want to do it, right? Is that, is that it, how that's how it, it works? Isn't right? that it's not it's that's not W A N T. That's W O N T. Right. Yeah. But yeah, when I say it with my Midwestern accent, it sounds like the same stinking word. Like <laughs> <laughs> somebody called me out yesterday on saying sausage. Apparently, when I was moving too fast, I said sausage, and she's like, "Whoa, dude, <laughs> pump the brakes." I mean, it's uh, nowhere near your your tendencies and your speech for sure. But I was like, oh, I do I, really. I blush I a little get bit. It. I get it a lot. Ever since uh, I yeah. moved out to the suburbs here, I, I get it a lot. They're like, excuse me, city boy. You're like, what? What? <laughs> yeah. I don't notice it. I don't uh, notice it at all. Hopefully you did notice your goals this week. How about that? Okay. This week you wanted to finish a throwback challenge champion. Both of those. Did you finish them? No. Really? Yeah. Look. What what's what are you stuck on still? What's I going on? I don't on? have a good excuse. I mean, I have a slightly good excuse. My excuse is I didn't look ahead to see what all the other steps were. So I completed the raids on Saturday during community day. And then I didn't get to do the PvP because Go Battle League was down until this morning. And lo and behold, when I finished the PvP step for 15 battles. The next step was feed 15 candies to your buddy or 15 berries. And you you can't do that until they're empty again. So No, you can. You definitely can. I 
I couldn't when it let me. I had to bring it. Do you, can you not do the quick feed and do that then? No, you can't do quick feed. When, okay. Once you do quick Listen. feed, when you hit full, then it kicks you out. But if you go into full buddy mode, 100% buddy mode, you should, dude. Okay, well, then that's my fault. Yeah, dude. I just like I took five, like 15 raspberries and just shoved them in his mouth. I was like, yeah. you enjoy then, that. You put yeah. that away. So that's <laughs> that's partially my excuses. I didn't realize how that worked. But sure. and then okay. also I didn't find an Alolan executor or like dragon. I was a little disappointed because during community day I had a wild Dratini spawn. And I'm like, no, I need you later. <laughs> Can you just like wait here for six hours? I'll be back. I promise. Just yeah. sit here out of the rain, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm sorry to hear that, but at least you have something to look forward to putting on your goal list for next week that you already know what you need to do for. Um, what about 25 Wayfair reviews? So no. I did 20. Okay. And then after 20, I got a notification telling me that my Wayfair rating is really low <laughs> and you need to take a test in order to reset your rating. It's it's like you're 65 at the DMV. <laughs> so apparently, Oh, I don't know. Maybe you should retake the test. I don't know, man. <laughs> apparently, I'm really bad at judging waste apps, okay. but I thought I was doing good. And then I did the test and I passed it like fine they were really silly questions and then i'm just like look i don't have time to do five more of these look you know what T- it's you still did po- 20 it's still homework i did it last time i said it was homework it's still homework here okay this is what I, this is what i'm willing to do with the as the keeper of the goals kyle this is what i'm willing to do for you this week i'm willing to write that as a completion but you have to do five in the next goal set <laughs> Is that, uh, is that bargain going to work for you? Because uh, right now you're looking at a potential uh, one out of four. It could be zero out of four uh, so far. Uh, I don't really want to do any more Wayfair, though. <laughs> can't take the L. Just take I'm the L. Take the L. That's fine. I okay, don't want right. to do it. Are you ready to blow the next one out of the water? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. We'll talk about this more in particular when we actually talk about it in the news. But six shiny Weedle, did you get that or more? Yes, I did. Oh, okay. Let's move on. <laughs> I can't wait to talk about it. Um, okay. 350k Stardust. Yes. I got uh, 450. Oh, nice. So hey, I'm well actually done. over a million Stardust for the first time uh, since last summer, probably. In memory? Yeah. <laughs> Goodness. <laughs> that's Hey, that's awesome. Good for you. So that, that was a two out of four. That's a two yeah. out of four. Even without the charity for the Wayfarer. I see you. I see you. Strategic. I don't want to do this later. All right. So for myself, I had 12 shiny wheel. I did do that. 400,000 Stardust. I actually did 600,000 Stardust. And then a good Zekrom. And I had defined good as above 90%. I'm sad to say that the best one I caught from Radar last week was 89%. Oof. Uh, Oof. That's that's life. You know, that's how it goes. So I'll take I'll take that loss. Two out of three for me this week. But it was not for a lack of trying. I'll tell you what. We did, what, 14 Zekrom raids? Zekrom is tough for me to catch for some reason. I've got a lower catch rate than normal with that guy. It's weird. I did manage to do one Zekrom raid. I managed to catch it, so that was exciting. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't. I found Reshiram to be much, much more difficult to catch. I think I was paying more attention with Reshiram uh, because it seemed more difficult that this one i'm just like whatever and it's just not going over as well but i couldn't tell you why i feel that way <laughs> it just seems to be the case with, with my data on catches or whatever but anyway those are our goals let's hop right into the news without any further ado 
And the first thing, of course, is Weedle Community Day. We did have Weedle Community Day this past Saturday. It was six hours long. The bonus was three times catch Stardust, which was the real star of the show. Of course, Weedle was out. It was shiny. And if we evolved into a Beedrill during the period of time of the event, plus two hours afterwards, so up until 7 p.m. local time, you could get the exclusive move Drill Run. All right. So let's just cut to the chase here, Mr. Kyle. How many shiny Weedle did you catch? <laughs> Why don't you go first? How many I got 22 got and 22. I played all six hours, all six <laughs> Okay. I played nonstop. That's how I got 600,000 Stardust this week, dude. That's all I did was that day. I got 38. And, and I played, I'm going to leave. <laughs> and I played about like three and a half hours. Yeah. Maybe three hours. Yeah. <laughs> it. <sighs> I think I think I got five shinies before I even made it to the park that I was intending to play at, which is only like a 10 or 15 minute drive from my house. It's just disrespectful, Kyle. <laughs> I played for six hours. You played for three. Come on. Uh, and they just kept at one point. I got three separate sets of back to back shinies for this event. Did you get something other than Weedle during the event, though? No, absolutely not. I snagged a Chimchar, dude. I was oh, so man. unexcited. Look, look at that. But look at that flex. <laughs> Chimchar and I turn my phone to my sister and she's like, oh. <laughs> I'm like, that's how I feel about it too, for sure. Yeah. But. <laughs> Look, all I can say is I need this luck to continue to next month. Yeah. Because I'm not going to be able to handle it emotionally and physically. Oh my God. I'm going to get 50 and you're going to get four. I'm, I will like visibly be shaking, not with anger, but with frustration if. If I have terrible shiny luck next month. Yeah, but but if you play all six hours and you get 22, that's still a really good amount. Yeah, that would be OK. I'm, I'm OK with that, although I don't want to have to play six hours. That's too long for me. <laughs> like, I really yeah. am starting to feel burnt out after three, even for something I would like. For sure. And I mean, I don't think the time period is supposed to encourage people to play the entire period of time. Yeah. I think it's supposed to yeah. accommodate whatever everybody's comfortable doing. It's just that wackos like me are like, Weedle? All day, baby. All day. It's okay. See, I'm going to hold on to these shiny Weedle, the ones that I don't trade to my girlfriend. And you're going to trade me any ridiculous amount of gases that you get next month. It's going to work Perfect. out. Perfect. We'll just exchange them. That sounds good. <laughs> yeah. One at a time okay. over the course of the next <laughs> 12 years. Yes, uh, I'm okay with that. That sounds good. It's a plan. Other than the exceptional shiny rate for both of us, even though there was a discrepancy between the two, 22 and 38 are, are quite good hauls, respectively. But there was nothing else to really speak of besides the Stardust bonus. There wasn't a special research, despite there being one specifically uh, mentioned in a data mine for a couple of weeks leading up to this. It did not come to fruition. So there was that. There was a community day box, which I did pick up. It had an elite charge TM. Uh, to this yeah, day, I still have I, not used any of them. I, I bought that one as well. I now have two elite charge TMs sitting there unused. Yep, I've got three. <laughs> I don't know what to do with them. Yep, yep, yep. Anyway, that was Wheel Community Day. It went off without a hitch, was my understanding. Nobody had any major issues. So great. Happy Weedle Community Day to everybody. Hope you had a wonderful time catching bugs, just like I did. Awesome. Yep. I guess Kyle did too. <laughs> I, I I was literally like, shinies need to stop showing up 
so I don't feel bad about going home. <laughs> it was Chikorita Day, but worse. <laughs> it, it it outshone Chikorita Day, so it, it, it happened. Yeah, geez. Thank gosh. How many did you get on Chikorita like, Day? Was it 24? Tw- 21, something like 21? that. 21? Yeah. Dang. Well, that's three hours, but still. Anyway. I mean, I only, I could have, I beat that in three hours with Weedle, so. Yes, you did. You did. <laughs> But enough about the exciting world of Weedle. Let's move on to probably the biggest news item that we're going to talk about. But we actually also have the least amount of details for in our list of news items we're covering today. Mega evolutions are coming. This past week on Wednesday, Pokemon Presents happened on the 17th. Uh, Pokemon Presents is kind of like a, if you guys have ever experienced a Nintendo Direct, it's like that, but just Pokemon, right? And there was a few interesting surprises for Pokemon Go players. There were Pokemon surprises at large, like a teeth brushing thing, Pokemon Snap, not two, but it's called New Pokemon Snap, which I'm thrilled about. <laughs> There's a bunch of stuff in there, but this is the Pokemon Go related things. First of all, Galarian Farfetch'd and new avatar items arrive in celebration of the Isle of Armor. Um, you guys might have seen for 24 hours on Wednesday going into Thursday, there was Galarian Farfetch'd. Just out in the wild, you could catch. Everywhere. Yeah, we, we can't evolve them into Surfetched yet, which is what the people really want. But we are able to get Farfetched right now, which is great because if you don't have that regional in your decks, it was probably a great dex entry for you. But in any event, he was around, and I believe he can still be hatched out of eggs. I'm not sure which one. I think it's either 5 or 7k. I hatched one this week. Forgive me, I can't remember. I had such faith in myself, I'd remember. It's one of those two. Additionally, there's avatar items that are styled after Galarian Farfetch'd, but also the Isle of Armor. They're so good. Expansion for, for <laughs> yeah, for the Sword and Shield DLC. It's really good. Wait, you like the you like the Isle of Armor stuff? Or you like no, the Galarian Farfetch'd? No, I like Farfetch'd the Galarian stuff? Farfetch'd hat. Yeah, it's pretty I good. I saw it somewhere, so I had to go check it in the shop, and it's so good, and it gives you a leak earring as well. Oh my gosh. <laughs> If anyone really liked Galarian Farfetch, this is their outfit. It's it's really good. Definitely. Yeah, all the stuff's pretty cute. If you haven't taken a look yet, I would go check it out. It's pretty neat. But they also made an announcement that, well, they didn't make this very clear announcement. Victini is coming to Pokemon Go as well, but it's not clear when. I think we can safely assume they showed us the outline for the silhouette, if you will, of Victini. It's probably safe to assume Go Fest, although that wasn't promised. But they said in the announcement for GoFest is going to be two separate special research task lines. And in the past, each GoFest has given us a mythical Pokemon, such as Mew or Celebi, right? So I think it's pretty reasonable that we could expect something of the same ilk. So Victini would fill that role, I think. And then lastly, Victini and Galarian Farfetch decide the whole point of bringing this up. Mega Evolutions are coming to Pokemon Go later this year. They gave us a short little teaser, Kyle. A short little teaser. I liked that teaser. It was pretty cool. You guys should go see if you haven't seen already. But even more, even more unbelievable than this announcement is the fact that we know literally nothing about it. (laughs) (laughs) They didn't tell us anything. 
anything except that it's coming to Pokemon Go later this year. And we can speculate wildly. Does it have to do with the special day two surprise of GoFest this year? How is it going to interact with PvP? Is it going to be a permanent form change? What is going on? Literally, the hour after this announcement happened during Pokemon Presents, Kyle was like, dude, he DMs me on Discord. Hey, man, how the heck do you think this is going to work? And we... (laughs) And that that conversation has been ongoing across different communities. Everybody is racking their brains. How on earth is Niantic going to apply the mega system to go, which is already a simplified version of it, right? So, I mean, Kyle, really quick, how do you think that they might, or what do you think the options are for implementation and what sort of obstacles do you think Niantic has in regards to mega evolutions in this game, right? In Pokemon Go, as opposed to main series titles. Well, there's a couple of obvious ones. Number one, it could be treated as another form, which would most likely show up in raids. Like that, in my opinion, is like the way to do it in Pokemon Go. Not the best way, but the way I think it's going to happen. So separate dex entries. If Completely. you're doing a living dex like me, you'd have a Blastoise yes. and a Mega Blastoise. I personally think that's what's going to happen. Okay. But there are a couple other options. The most obvious being it could be tied to something like friendship because that's sort of the theme behind why Pokemon can mega evolve in the main series game slash anime. Although I don't really agree with that canon because it's, <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense for some mega Pokemon. Sure, but, but it works too well with the buddy system. Yeah, but so a best buddy, a best buddy would be able to mega evolve either in pvp or during a raid for example right and then lastly it could just not be tied to that at all and if a pokemon has a mega evolution it can be used either in a raid or go battle league obviously limited to one per team because the stat bonuses are astronomical as we are going to talk about a little bit later on in the show So of those options, or if anything come to you, Chris, what do you think Niantic is going to do? If I had to put my money down, I'm willing to entertain every single option because I like talking it through because a lot of times you come across an answer you might not have otherwise thought of, right? And Niantic has a habit of surprising us with with systems. (laughs) Uh, And I want to say that the first option makes the most sense. I think that's the Occam's razor, right? It doesn't mess with the other systems as much. It does kind of mess with PvP, but don't let them be gym defenders like legendaries. You know what I mean? I, they'll, they'll have to figure out another answer for PvP, perhaps, unless maybe they'll scale them such that they won't be as astronomical as you put it before with the stat changes. It's possible. I think one of the biggest issues with PvP, and Chris and I were talking about this last week when it was announced, is that pvp and pokemon go is balanced around the cp caps so if you bring in a 1497 venusaur and then you mega evolve it it's gonna be like 2360 or something ridiculous like that because of the stats it's gonna gain and i feel like that is gonna be a spaghetti coding nightmare in go battle league yeah, I think that's reason enough to go with option number one, where that does not happen. You either bring the Mega Venusaur or you bring the regular one, and they both have to be 1,500 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and now, as for the other part of the question I asked you, though, what do you think about the obstacles that Niantic has to kind of surmount here when they're integrating Megas into Pokemon Go? Well, one of the biggest obstacles 
with mega evolutions themselves is aside from the ridiculous stats that I've mentioned a couple of times now, stop mentioning it. I promise is, <laughs> but not yet, <laughs> not yet, not yet, but we will is that all mega evolutions get new abilities too. And they also change types. Some of them change types. For example, Gyarados right. gains a dark type Charizard. Y gains dragon typing, that kind of stuff, which is really cool. That's one of the most exciting things for me. But a lot of the Megas are only good because of these abilities. Like, base so, stats are great, but... Now, 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 hang on. Do you mean, like, the moves? I'm going to play Devil's Advocate here for a second. I'm going to pretend like I've only ever played Pokemon Go, right? So when you say the word ability, do you mean, like, moves? Like, like Blast Burn? Like, what do you mean? Uh, so, so abilities, for those who don't know, it's a passive stat that Pokemon have in the main series game that grant them a benefit. It could be not that big a deal or it could be game changing some stuff like levitate makes a pokemon completely immune to ground type attacks some type some stuff like pressure makes a pokemon's makes an opponent's pokemon use twice the pp per move they use is that what that does yeah Yeah. i've never looked up pressure before in my (laughs) life and and my corvinite does he does it every single time he's i use him all the time it's so funny. I didn't it's realize. Awful. It's so bad. And then you have to see the animation play every single time you use that Pokemon. <laughs> but there are ridiculously broken abilities as well in the game and just some that enable Pokemon to work. Just for a couple examples, Mega Kangaskhan gets a, a team up ability. I don't remember its exact name where every single attack becomes a double strike. So it hits once for the full damage, and then it hits again for 50% of the damage. Because yeah, I think the idea is that the baby hops out and fights alongside, right? Yep, that's that's how like the model changes for Mega Kangaskhan. Right, right. And like that's that's insane. That's so much. On top of the bonus stats, it gets 50% more damage. Yes, please. Another one, Mega Gengar gains Shadow Tag, which means nobody can switch out from it. So whoever... Gengar is fighting, they're stuck in that fight till one of them KOs or Gengar switches. Oh, I see. Okay. And so, that's mean, a, so it's like it's by being there. It's like a scary face or whatever it's called. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. So it's that's a that's a problem in competitive. That's real strong. And you know, we don't have any of this in Go. And something tells me that we're not going to get any of it. It's just gonna get ignored because that's the history of it. But one can dream, right? One can dream for sure. And I mean, I, I hate to bring this up again, but you know, our boy Shedinja uh, <laughs> didn't stop him from integrating him earlier. But this is an entire class of Pokemon at the at the top of the leaderboard as far as CPs and stats goes. Right. So yep. you can kind of get away with, you know, brushing Shedinja underneath the rug. But I think they're going to have to do a little bit better than that when it comes to Megas. But again, mm-hmm. like we were saying before, this is just speculation nation, you know, like nobody knows for sure yet. No, hey, maybe kind of maybe the game had to go down to three weeks ago because they had to figure out how they were going to put abilities into the game. It's possible. And I would love that level of complication. I don't think we need to have our <laughs> special attack and, and regular attack separated. I don't think we need to do that much, but I think an ability makes sense, right? Yeah. So anyway, 
let's move on from that for now. I'm sure we'll come back to it several, several, several times <laughs> in the future. One being within this own episode. But before we talk more about Megas, let's move on and cover some more news here. Daily encounters and daily free boxes. Niantic has prepared two features for testing over the next couple of months. The first is daily guaranteed Pokemon encounters. This will test a feature where you receive a special visit from Professor Willow. The professor has been working on a special kind of incense that he wants you to test out. This incense won't appear in your item bag, but it'll be active after Professor Willow gives it to you, and it will attract one Pokemon once a day. Each day, Willow's special incense will attract a different Pokemon. Unfortunately, this feature will be activated only for a limited group of trainers. Several trainers have already gotten this pop-up. Um, they've been, you know, air quotes, selected, right, for the, the beta test. I was not one of them. Oh. Were you, I Kyle? Was. I was. Oh, you were. So have you had any experience with this so far? I have, yeah. I've since the day it came out, I've I've done it. So Okay. So what's it like when you're when it's happening? Can you easily tell what the Pokemon is that you're having an encounter with from this thing? I have been able to, yeah, because it spawns like an incense. It spawns literally on top of your character. And also I'm pretty sure it has like a, a little wave under it, like your character does spreading out from it so it kind of like okay. shows its range type of thing catches your eye too yeah caught an i don't know with one which was pretty oh. neat yeah i was going to ask if it was something that was part of your regular pool or if it was something different it can be anything uh someone posted online that they caught a gibble from it oh my so it it okay. legitimately looks like it can be any wild spawn well, that's kind of exciting. It's a little underwhelming on first glance, but if it can be anything, at least that that's a little exciting for sure. Yeah. Um, but I mean, what's what's this for, though? What do you think? Like, what is this? What is the problem is this solving? I mean, it's solving people who want to get their seven day streak without leaving the house. OK, I guess. Sure. For people who don't live near any spawn points at all, which there are definitely a lot of people. It's a very small problem that's being solved, but it's still a nice small feature to have. Yeah, and it's just a bonus for everybody else, you yeah. know. So, oh, that's pretty cool. Well, anyway, there's a second thing. It's called daily free boxes. There will be daily free boxes in the shop. Um, it's a different type of test that's also going to be available to a small number of trainers. Same sort of deal. If you're among the selected trainers, the shop button will display the notification icon when a daily free box is available. If you have an available daily free box, you'll have to claim it in the free section. The box will contain different items each day. Some examples I saw were like, you know, two two potions, a, a few Pokeballs, oh, you're and not, something you're not else. One of the selected either. No, did you get that too? Yeah, I did. Kyle, <laughs> Kyle, who can I send an angry email to? Oh my gosh! No, that's pretty cool. Right, so, what was in yours? Uh, it's different every day, but it seems pretty consistent that it represents one spin of a pokestop okay that makes sense based on what i've seen online so it's yeah. like one or two pokeballs a berry and a potion or a revive okay at least that's the feeling i get from it that would make sense no i think you're right too because it was a few berries a couple of pokeballs and like a potion is what i saw and that makes sense that that was what you would get from like a gym spin you know what i mean so i think that makes a lot of sense but it's not going to give you the spin streak yep. though that's what i was thinking too that's the only thing. That said, the spin streak is not as important as the catch streak, in my opinion. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, you're just missing out on all those sweet, sweet evolution items like upgrades and metal coats. Oh, right? man. So. Let me just go throw out 20 of those. <laughs> you and I are saying that, and there's somebody that's out there, like level 25, like, what? You guys have extras of all of those? 
Remember when we were hurting for Sinnoh stones and now we're all sitting on like 50 and we're like, what are we doing with these things? I think I, I have, have like 20, 20 mammoth swine. I think like, I have 22 <laughs> stones just sitting there and I'm like, but I don't want to get rid of them. But I yeah, should. I should really delete down to like five of each or something. Yeah. I, oh, I only yeah. have 10 Sinnoh stones. I'm okay. That's not so bad. I want to see really quick. Hang on. If I have anything disgusting amount of something stupid okay. that I, I have just... eight Kings Rock. That's <laughs> eight. Eight. I've got 20. I, I must have gone through here because I definitely had like 40 Sinnoh stones. Like about 20 right Clean now. Clean up your inventory. Don't tell me what to do. I mean, you're right. I still have 12 poffins. <laughs> what am I yeah, I, when they were in boxes and stuff, I bought them and never used them. Oh, okay. I have three currently yeah. from like the free ones they give you. Yeah, I have no us. idea. I have no idea where I got the other ones. I don't think I bought that many things I had them in. Whatever. Poffins are for a different I'm going to hold on the poffins until we find out Megas need best friends, and then I'll use them to not just, take 90 yes. days for a Gengar. Give your Mewtwo like four of them. Like, here you oh. go, buddy. <laughs> Anyway, let's move right along here to the 0.179.0 APK data mine. Now, we don't do these every episode, but when we do, I need to remind you guys that with any of these data mines, first of all, this is information that was gathered in a way that is not condoned by us or, I mean, like Niantic at all, that you're not supposed to do data mines. But some people do, and then they put it onto the general public, and then we speak about it. That being said, since it was obtained and it was through, you know, illegitimate means and it wasn't through a legitimate news source or even from Niantic themselves, any of this information is subject to change. So don't take any of this as a promise. But that being said, uh, there's been some interesting pieces of code found recently in this 0.179.0 patch, which I believe was actually pushed live today. But some of the stuff we don't see yet. Um, the first thing is giftable search. We should be able to sort by giftable and sort by online status for our friends, which would be pretty cool. So um, instead of, you know, who has a gift and who doesn't, who is actively giftable will be something, hopefully. The next big thing is Team Go Rocket Balloon. Oh, my. Ooh. Oh, Ooh. my. So there's many different things in this data line that refer to a Team Go Rocket or Rocket Balloon. A large logo R was found. Rocket underscore balloon was found. Invasion underscore balloon underscore tap was found. <laughs> balloon manager was found. I want that what? job. I want a balloon yeah. manager. I want to manage some balloons. Code for balloon movement and its shadow. And it looks like there's code to make sure that there's only one balloon on the map at once. Now, hold on a second. There was a balloon in the GoFest 2020 background behind some trees. Promotional image they put out. Yes, there was. So, Kyle. Yes. I hate to say it, but I think you're right from a couple of weeks back. <laughs> I think day two might just be a Team Rocket takeover day. And I can't wait to be miserable about it. <laughs> Yeah, me too. Me too. I mean, I'm hoping it's really good. I'm just being, I'm just kind of joking because we talk about how much we don't care about Rocket Stops as much as anybody else does. I'm sure this will be fantastic. If it was more like easily accessible, I'd be all over it. It's just not that interesting. That's all. Right. Not that it's bad. Well, it's not interesting yet. It'll be interesting to see what this balloon does, Um, especially if it's floating around our overworld and we have to like go chase it down. Like that's kind of neat. You know, it's kind of neat. Anyway, uh, Niantic Social. Here's a little quote from a notification that might pop up in the game from the data mine. See if your friends are online in which Niantic game they are playing. 
view achievements, and discover other Niantic games your friends are playing. View your friends from other Niantic games and invite them to play together. Your online status will let friends know you are available to play. You will also be able to see when your friends are playing other Niantic games. You can turn on online status now or turn it on or off using the online offline toggle on your friend list. Note, turning on online status will enable it for all Niantic games you play, which have this feature. So a couple of things you can pull out from this online status, your ability to switch or invite other people to games and stuff like that. And uh, your ability to have it appear across different apps that they have. <laughs> right. So for, furthermore, there's more to this whole Niantic social thing just kind of like packed into here. You can change your avatar color and you can switch between games in the app and and there's some code for proximity. It'll tell you how close you are to other Niantic social friends who you have added. Right. Which I imagine is toggleable. It's got to be. That's kind of yeah. a, a weird thing, which would be fun for some people, but awful for other people. I mean, Niantic Social looks interesting. I wonder if it's going to be its own standalone app and you can use it kind of like a launcher into the other stuff or if it's going to interact or integrate with every app that they mm-hmm. have. Yeah. At first, it's like, oh, this is for the people who play all three games, all 12 of them. But there's some interesting stuff in there that could just be usable for one game at a time as well right for sure i mean i'm, I'm excited to see what other information we'll get about niantic social moving forward as long as it's not as invasive and as long as it doesn't add that much more wear and tear when the app is running on my phone is my only yeah only concern so um, anyway we'll learn more about that moving forward again this is all just kind of speculation out of code but sponsored gifts we talked about that last week with that whole small business initiative you can turn them on or off so it sounds like there will be some advertisements involved with it but there's also some code indicating that the gifts themselves will appear on the overworld map your guess is as good as mine when it comes to that but i think it's like receiving a gift from a location like you would from a friend but it's from a place interesting so uh, who knows if they'll have interesting things in them different than normal stuff but uh, it's looking interesting for sure. I just keep saying that word because that's all I can really muster. It's interesting. <laughs> that's that's for sure. Uh, Capital I interesting. And then last but not least, raid invite. There's more code for raid invites, so it's got to be getting close. Although we said that the last two batches of raid invites and code we saw. So who knows? I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Yes, I want this to coincide with GoFest or beforehand. That would make a lot of people's GoFest. I think for sure. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's going to make a lot of people's everything if it works smoothly. Oh, my gosh. If it works smoothly, I mean, there's no going back. There's, there, there's no going there, back for a lot of people. Oh, there won't be. It's going to it's going to really change a lot. Yeah, if it I mean, works well. imagine, imagine, right? It's five o'clock. I'm done with work and I'm like, hey, before dinner, I'm going to go drive around and, you know, farm some Pokestops, maybe do a raid or whatever. There's a four star Alolan Marowak raid. And I'm like, oh, I know that Kyle and his girlfriend both wanted to do that. And they're both kind of free right now. Like maybe you're on a break at work or something around that time mm-hmm. and she's available. I can invite both of you and we could do that raid together and we're no, nowhere near each other. Like. What I'm saying is tier fours, a lot they're, more doable now. They're on the table. <laughs> tier fours really are back it. on the menu. You know, you know a lot of people menu. ask me, hey, Chris, who do you think is going to benefit the most from remote raid invites? I'll tell you what, it's four-star raids. 
I think you're right, honestly. Forget about rural players, man. It's all about those four-star raids. They're going to get the most out of this. <laughs> anyway. Whew. Well, we do have more news, but it won't be until a later section in this show. So why don't we take a quick break and learn more about Megas in Gear Up? Who's ready to talk about Megas again? Because it's, oh, me. It, it's again, we talked about the ridiculous stats. We're, we're going we're gonna to talk about them again. Actually, first, we're going to talk about the lackluster stats of all, like, I don't know, how many are there? 32 Mega Evolutions? I have never actually that, counted. That sounds right That's to me. True. I Let's can't go be with bothered that. to somebody, <laughs> somebody correct me. I'm sure I'm wrong. These are the ones that have the worst CP gain. And because they don't gain an ability, it's really going to not be worth using them for the most oh, part. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, looking at these numbers knowing that? Oh, no. Especially, like... <laughs> The reason I say that is because number two on this list is Mawile, which I'll get to in a second. So I had to look up what Mawile's ability is. It's just double attack. It legitimately is just doubles its base attack. Oh, and I'm like, so it's oh. just a, an extra glassy glass cannon. Yeah, it's like, oh, okay, that's a lot of attack. Yeah, Got it. yeah, yeah. So the list is Sableye from 1476 to 1942. Doesn't even break 2000 still. No, and it's ability, by the way, that it didn't get. Camo mentioned this at Raid Hour this past week, Camo McGee, so shout out to you, Cameron. Um, but the ability is Magic Bounce. It just reflects all status conditions, essentially, back to or status affecting, stat affecting things. So like Growl and oh, Tail so Whip. not even relevant in Go anyways. But, but also like Taunt and a bunch of other things that would be super useful strategically in MSG, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mawile. From 1632 CP to 2380, we just mentioned their ability is just, it would have been really good if it got double attack. <laughs> would have been. Medicham, 1431 to 2595 to 2495. Now, that's still really low, but that's right at the cusp of Ultra League. And Metacham. <laughs> oh no. Metacham is pretty good in Great League. You're gonna have that max 100 percent Metacham for Great League and that max 100 percent mega Metacham for Ultra League. Perfect. Maybe. Also, hey, maybe. Can we note really quick? I'm sorry to interrupt you again, twice in a row, but it gets over a thousand CP and it starts so low. And that in and of itself is pretty, pretty good. Next up is Audino. From 1682 to 2524, why is why is Mega Audino a thing? Have you seen it? It's it's cute or it's something. It's a good design, but like it doesn't even get a new ability. Like, what is its purpose? I that one's that one confused me. I, I forget it exists so often. Next up's Alteria, 2004 CP to 3161. Now that's actually a really large boost that's insane maybe alteria will be good in ultra league because of it it's already really strong in great league so yeah so maybe. the interesting the interesting thing about altaria right mega altaria in particular it's it's dragon fairy yeah like whoa <laughs> who does that yeah all and it loses out on its ability, which is pixelate, which would make all normal type moves become fairy and get 30% more damage. So 
that's that would be a lot of damage that it's missing out on. That's a lot of damage. <laughs> what is it? Flex seal? It's flex tape? Whatever. I don't, yeah. I don't remember. Yeah. I don't remember what it's that's a lot of damage. <laughs> With flex tape, I'm going to cut this boat in half. <laughs> what a great transition because next up we're talking about who's topping the charts after Mega Evolutions. Oh, yeah. And if you can't guess, you probably just don't know the list of Mega Evolutions. So, first up, Mewtwo. Yeah. What else is there to say? There's two versions of well, Mewtwo. That's what there is to say. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say there's plenty. <laughs> there's Mewtwo X, which goes from 4178 to 5429. Ooh. And I believe that's the one that gains the fighting type. Yes. Yes. So it becomes psychic fighting, which is interesting. And then Y, which goes from 4178 to 5700 even. And that stays just psychic. Now, the nice part about Mewtwo and Mega Mewtwo is the ability doesn't matter. Like, it's good. Their abilities are good, but they're not going to affect it in any way in combat stats. Yeah, from the looks of it, Mewtwo, uh, Mega Mewtwo Y just has insomnia, so it'd stop it from sleeping. And Mega Mewtwo X has Steadfast, which just increases the user's speed stat by one stage when flinched. Yeah, so those no, things no really apply. Yeah, there's no, there's no percentage scaling for a base stat, which is huge. <laughs> right. Next up, this one has a contingency, is that we actually get primals as well as Megas. It, they're basically the same thing, just primals are for Groudon and Kyogre only. Primal Groudon goes from 4115 to 5227. And Kyogre goes from 4115 to 5227. Imagine oh, that. Oh, is it because they have identical base stats? I, I think they might have identical they base do. stats. <laughs> they do. They <laughs> do. Yeah. <laughs> Next up is Rayquaza. No primal, oh, yeah. no primal fancy stuff here. It's just Mega Rayquaza. From 3835 CP to 5066. Oh, man. It's just disgusting. Its ability is also really good. If it were to get it, it makes any type that would be super effective against flying instead do neutral damage, <laughs> which is okay. silly. That's funny. Yeah. But it's already just so good. It's disgusting. And lastly, it's because it's a fan favorite you got to mention is Garchomp, for those of you who have them. <laughs> 3962 CP to 4540. CP. Can I just say really quick, what a way to split a room. Uh, everybody's favorite Garchomp, for those of you that have them, half of the room raises their hand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The other half is, wait, you guys are getting Gibble? <laughs> <laughs> so it's not the, the craziest boost in overall CP. Some of the other Pokemon get higher boosts, but it's Garchomp. It's I think Garchomp's design is also really good, and it lets it break 4,000, which is also really cool. Of course. And lastly, I wanted to talk about some PvP noteworthies. Now, I made this list before I found out that they added Megas to PvPoke. So if you're the kind of people that like to see turn-by-turn breakdown of how these work, I would go there, and I wish I'd known about it beforehand. But continuing, the first three are going to be real obvious. They're very obtainable that are very common in Great League, which is the only league that I was really looking at in terms of PvP. Number one is Venusaur. 
regular Venusaur stats are 190 HP, 198 attack, and 189 defense. Nice, nice rounded stats. Mm -hmm. Mega Venusaur, 190 HP, 241 attack, 246 defense. Oh, nice. A lot of defense gained. A lot of attack gained. It's so much damage and tankiness. Of course, the downside of gaining attack is your CP goes up. So if it's a permanent change, it's going to make Mega Venusaur very difficult to use in Great League. He'll be less of the tank that he was. But he'd be really good in Ultra League, I imagine, at that case. It would let him reach that CP easier. Yeah. Next up is Blastoise, 188 HP, 171 attack, 207 defense for regular Blastoise. Mega Blastoise is 188 HP, 264 attack, 237 defense. That's a lot of attack. That's too much attack, one would say. (laughs) But he does have a gigantic cannon added to his back, so... So, maybe Blastoise would actually get to see better use... But then again, I didn't really even think about it looking at the list. Marshtop also gets a mega. Oh, no. Swampert also Swampert? gets a mega oh, evolution. No. So, you know, I'm sorry, man. Master. That's, sit, sit right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Hit me with the muddy water. Let's see how it oh, goes. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Next up's Charizard because he's got to round out the trio. And Charizard's just good in Great League and Ultra League. Mm-hmm. 186 HP, 223 attack, 173 defense for regular Charizard. Now, Mega Charizard has two forms, X and Y. X is 170 HP, 290 attack, and 193 defense. So it actually loses HP, but it gains a healthy amount of attack. Y has 186 HP, 273 attack, 213 defense. One big thing to note is why gains dragon typing and loses flying typing. That's really, really big. It's huge. Dragon typing has great resistances for Charizard. It means he's no longer four times weak to rock. And it also doesn't gain a monstrous amount of attack, so its CP doesn't become unmanageable. Yeah. But it still gains defense to be even bulkier. Last up is one that was added specifically for Chris and all yeah, of you bug-type lovers. Heracross. Mega Heracross. Uh-huh. Regular Heracross is at 190 HP, 234 attack, 179 defense. Mega Heracross, 173 HP, 304 attack, what? 203 defense. 304 attack? That's a lot of attack. That's too much attack. What are you going to do with all that? Heracross? I don't know. What? Not use it in Great League, though. That's what you're going to do. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he's going to scale out of his mind. That said, it might actually be decent for Ultra League if you need a bug typing. That attack is disgusting. And it gains more defense, so it gets to be bulkier, even though it loses that HP. But it's Good still deal. a bug type, so, you know, eh, grain of salt. Right. I'll I'll check myself before I wreck myself. <laughs> It also doesn't get its really cool ability, which also wouldn't do anything in Go anyways. Its ability makes all multi-hit abilities hit five times always. Oh. Instead of two to five times. That's actually really good. It is. It's a great ability, just not in Go. good. Yeah. 
So Megas have the chance to really shake things up depending on how they're implemented. So it's a very exciting time to be looking forward to in Pokemon, I would say. Definitely. I, I can't wait. And now the fact that you've kind of opened my eyes to some of these larger these larger CP ones like Mewtwo X and Y. Oh my gosh. Why? If they don't, if they don't nerf that somehow 5,700 is too much. <laughs> it's, it's got it's like, it's much. like 470 attack or something like that. Or it's 370 attack. Yeah. Much. It's too much. But I guess we'll, I guess we'll see. Hopefully it becomes really difficult to do or something like that <laughs> or they scale it appropriately. But six teams of Mega Charizard Y or Mega Mewtwo Y go. <laughs> Yeah, no, seriously. Yeah, I hope it's I hope it's like a really rare item you can only get like once every six months or something. You can choose one to Mega Evolve or something like that. I say that, but I hope that's not actually the case. I hope they just scale it down so I can get my collecting on. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, buddy. Okay. Well, thank you for that, Kyle. Why don't we move right along to the Pokalore? We're going to cover Zekrom, the deep black Pokemon, who we forewent last week because the show was too long otherwise. So... Let's get into Zekrom. Zekrom is a black bi-beetle Pokemon resembling a dragon or dinosaur with dark patches on various portions of its body. It has red sclera, white irises, and black pupils, as well as a small horn-like protrusion on the tip of its snout. Its head sports a thundercloud-like crest tipped with light blue coloration. There are six pairs of pointed teeth visible when its mouth is open, two in the upper jaw and four in the lower. At the base of its neck is a black stud-like feature, and atop its shoulders are similar, larger features resembling armor padding. The bases of its wings also have such padding, and a fanned, splayed, seemingly webbed shape with a small wing spike on one edge. The lower length of Zekrom's arms extenuate into splayed, seemingly webbed, somewhat baseball mitt-like formations <laughs> with three-clawed, dark-colored hands on the undersides. Well, <laughs> that was the most descriptive while not describing anything sort of description I've ever heard in my life. The front portion of Zekrom's waist is black-colored, with its belly and thighs having thin striations down their length. Its knees are black, as are the foremost parts of its three-clawed feet and spiked heels. When its emotions surge, it enters overdrive mode, and its tail lights up with a blue light. Interesting. He is an interesting-looking Pokemon, so I suppose all this is, is necessary. <laughs> He's kind of a detailed Pokemon, right? Zekrom's tail consists of large, round conical and spiked formations, likened to an electricity generator, with a black inner portion and bands on the tip of the outside portion. This tail produces energy for its attacks and emits an anti-gravity field, allowing Zekrom to fly through the air with minimal effects from aerodynamic resistance and gravity. It can cause several thunderstorms in one area, and it normally hides in thunderclouds. Why? Isn't that just one big thunderstorm? It, yeah. <laughs> I think so. If hmm. it's in one area, it's the same storm, is it not? It, it can cause several thunderstorms on top of each other, making a really big thunderstorm. <laughs> In a Unova myth about the twin heroes, Zekrom sided with the younger brother who sought for ideals. According to one myth, Zekrom uses his lightning to annihilate kingdoms of people who have lost the righteousness in their hearts. It is a genderless species. It is the only Pokemon that can learn Bolt Strike, though it is commonly associated with the move Fusion Bolt. Stat-wise, max CP, 4038. An incredible attack of 275 is slightly humbled of a defense of 211 and stamina of 205. 
Best move sets are going to be for Dragon Typing, Dragon Breath and Outrage, or if you want the leading non-shadow electric type DPS, you're going to want to take Charge Beam and Wild Charge. And that's Zekrom. Kyle, have you kitted out one of yours to be super electric yet? I guess you only have one, right? So is he no. Charge Beam, Wild Charge? Or uh, he I think he's got, like, he's got Charge Beam and like Crunch or whatever because I haven't done anything with him. Gotcha. Okay. He's not, he's not good. He's like 15, like 10, 11, 15. So I'm like, oh my, uh, I'm okay. Yeah, that's not the the best IV <laughs> spread. But yeah. hey, you know what? At least you got one. That's that dex entry for sure. I just want to um, say real quick, this detail of Zekrom is extremely detailed for a Pokemon that is essentially solid black. Yeah, I think that's why they had to get creative. It kept saying the waist is black colored. Its thing is black. color. I'm like, yes, it's all black. Why do you keep the whole telling thing is me? Black. It's just yeah. black and then slightly lighter black. <laughs> it's true. That's very true. You raise an you raise an interesting point. <laughs> it's black. Also, there's spikes everywhere and it can fly without gravity hurting it. Yeah. Shoots lightning. <laughs> big storms yeah anyway that zekrom again top electric dps if it's non-shadow and that's pretty cool but we had one piece of news left and i saved it for the pvp section because otherwise pvp section would go without some love this week but it's kind of a big one so i figured it'd be it, it would was worth moving here for this so for pvp section here we're just going to talk about the gold battle league season two hey it came out today here is from the official release that was an addendum to the original release for Season 2. Update 2. Trainers, we'd like to apologize for the extended downtime. If you don't know what we're talking about, we talked about it last week. There was a particular player who was using a Melmetal by the name of JesusG1310 who found some sort of exploit to generate energy faster than other people and therefore able to spam, essentially, charge moves. In particular, it was Rock Slide was the example. Please know the team worked fast over the past week to properly resolve the issue and thoroughly test our fix. In the meantime, please see below for the updated Season 2 schedule. We will also be making the following changes to Go Battle League. Increased daily sets. Daily sets will increase from 5 to 6. This change will be permanent for Season 2, so 25 total matches up to 30 total matches. A week of boosted Go Battle League rewards from Tuesday, June 23rd at 1 p.m. to Tuesday, June 30th at 1 p.m. PDT. The Go Battle League win rewards will change for the basic and premium tracks. The following changes will happen. The Pokemon you encounter will change from the basic and premium reward tracks. Snivy, Tepig, and Oshawott will be no longer available as Go <laughs> Battle League encounters. Thank Arceus. <laughs> No, wow. no, don't thank this. No, this right, is why? the bare minimum and it's only <laughs> temporary for a week. Yeah, it's going to be a good week, man. It's going to be a good week. <laughs> don't look back. And then the oh, other one no. for the premium track only, the rare candy reward will be available at the fourth slot instead of the fifth. Nice. Yeah, sure. Yep. Why not? Yeah, cool. The Go Battle League leaderboard will be temporarily disabled. We'll keep the leaderboard disabled while we monitor the state of Go Battle League. So it sounds like they have a fix, but they're not quite sure if that guy's going to come back or somebody's going to do something similar. So they're not going to put the leaderboard up until they're fully confident that their, quote, contract of trust, quote, from last week is fully in place. So, Kyle, what do you think? Are you going to play in, in season two? It starts today, by the way. Yes, I, I will. But this is a weird one for me. Not going to lie. They spend so long with it down, and then when they bring it back, 
they have the leaderboards disabled. That sounds more like it's hiding the problem than actually fixing anything. That's possible. Yeah, like I said before, I think it I think it communicates a lack of confidence, right? Yeah, it's it's just very strange because even if you haven't fixed it, leave the leaderboard up because that way you can see everybody can see and they know they have to respond. Because for all we know it, it'll continue and then they won't respond immediately. I know that's a pessimistic right. way of looking at it. That's just what it looks like, though. I'm not entirely sure. I, I wish that there was more information about this, but I know they don't want to show their hand, right? I want to believe that there's a better reason than just that. I think I think that they're just it's just disabled because they're not sure, like like you're saying. So, but then that begs the question, why wait so long? Why not just disable the leaderboard from the get-go and keep the GBL up, right? Exactly. Like what what did did they fix something? Or did they spend time fixing it, decide they didn't fix it, so they had to put Go Battle back up to try and appease people, but turned off the leaderboard so people can't see that it's not fixed? But if that's the case, the cheater said on Twitter that he's going to come back uh-huh. and, and do it again. And I don't remember what his wording was. It was ridiculous. Yes, it was basically a threat. You can bet if it's not fixed, it's going to be all over Twitter and stuff amongst the PvP amongst the PvPers in Pokemon Go. So do you think that's it? Do you think they're trying to bait this person out and see what they'll do? Maybe. The, the question is, is it really such a bad glitch that Niantic is not able to reproduce it? Like, do they not ha- know how he's doing it either? There are some interesting videos out there that talk about how he did it. Mm-hmm. Have you watched any of them? Uh, no, I've I've seen the discussion about it. And then I saw one video that said, this is solved. This is how he did it. But I didn't watch it because I don't. Yeah. So this is a super simplistic version of what I understand that happened. And I probably am going to get a little bit of it wrong. But here's my layman's understanding is that they were able to accelerate the speed in which the app performed actions. Right. With the environments in the app and the environment of the server that it's interacting with kind of being at odds. It created this momentum that allowed it to skip or push in extra quick attacks to justify itself against the server check. So they were able to sneak in these extra quick attacks and get to these charge attacks faster. They were actually attacking quicker than other people were doing. So they were able to get in quick attacks when the people were shielding, when they were shielding, when somebody else was using charge attacks, they could get in like one or two on the front and the back end of the animation and it all added up. Interesting. Yeah, it's it's really complicated. And the video I found was also in a foreign language. So I was reading off the subtitles and they weren't like they weren't curated subtitles. So I think I lost some details. But if you guys want to know what was going on with that, we're not going to tell you how to do it, obviously. (laughs) But if you want to learn more about it because you're curious, just like I was, those videos do exist and they are out there. And if I recall, I'll try to throw a link to one in the show notes. But uh, don't don't hold your breath on that one. I might not be able to find it again so easily. But anyway, uh, yeah, it was kind of an interesting thing. Season two of Gold Battle League is live. It started today around 1 p.m. I think it was PDT. So we're all good to go for season two. Good luck, trainers. We'll be monitoring this as well as I'm sure everybody else will, because it's kind of an interesting time to see. Will it stick? Will it not? Will things break? Will it soar? Who knows? But anyway, let's move right along to the Pokepole. So last week's question was... What do you think the big surprise is going to be on the second day of GoFest 2020? Ooh. Cameron wrote in and said, 
I want to hope that it's something about the next gen or mega evolution, but that's a stretch, I feel. I don't know. I mean, megas being tied to it could be a possibility. I would believe that. I could see that yeah. happening. Yeah. If there's a Team Rocket, if there's a Team Rocket takeover, Giovanni might show up with like a brand new threat, which is like a shadow mega Pokemon, and you might have to mega evolve to rise to the challenge yeah. or something. Yeah, they could they could write something like that in there. I could yeah, easy yeah. PC. Next one's from Boris. The big surprise going to have us prepare for trouble. Probably need to make it double. I think we'll need to protect the world from devastation and unite all peoples within our nation. <laughs> Announce the evil of truth and love and expand our reach to the stars above. Thank you. I appreciate it. Agree appreciate more, that, Boris. That I we need that. to do all those. Yeah. <laughs> can, that be, can that be like some sort of motto or something we have? That's great. Oh, geez. Can we talk about that like catchphrase for a moment and how it doesn't make any sense for the characters themselves? Eat. Yeah, so it's supposed to be overly dramatic because they're supposed to be, like, brainwashed, right? It's supposed to be, like, Team Rocket is a culture. That's how they get these henchmen to do horrible things. It's a culture. Yeah, it's so weird. Yeah. It's just, it's definitely weird, but it's great. It's very, very iconic, too. Mm-hmm, yeah. Next one's from Tyler, and he just said, Shiny Mew, please. Keep dreaming. It's not going to happen. <laughs> we'll see what we can do. <laughs> <laughs> Trent said, Pokemon Go Unknown Shiny Fest. Ooh. Oh, God. Man can dream. Talk about a collector's nightmare. I don't want to ever experience that. <laughs> You're still completing the alphabet, so you know. It's true. I haven't finished it yet. I also, to be honest with you, dude, that is at the bottom of my list when I'm collecting stuff is unknowns. I mean, you've caught like at least 70% of the alphabet yourself. Yes, I, imagine. I definitely so, have. Yeah, we've, yeah no. we've gone to enough events for sure, but I haven't even like turned my mind's eye, my eye <laughs> of Sauron to that part of the field yet. You know. <laughs> Next one's from Rotten Tanuki. They said, if it isn't released sooner, maybe remote raid invites. Ooh, okay. oh, please. Yeah. Ooh, that'd be good. Remote raid with everybody around the world during our global go fest. It sells itself. Perfect. Last one's from Sleep Snorlax, and they said. It's going to be a rocket-heavy day. You'll battle Jesse and James in balloon encounters. I think they'll also roll out the shadow eggs found in the code earlier this year. Finally, we may see shadow raid bosses. I think the work to get to Giovanni wasn't being done by most. Yeah. Yeah, I could see yeah, that. I, I, could I see think that. so, too. I mean, yeah, that first iteration of that quest was so hard, right? Because you had to purify 15, wasn't that it? I'm still there. <laughs> I oh, refuse. Kaya. I refuse. No, I refuse. <laughs> You're protesting it by just. I have uh, to start us now, and it's just a matter of principle. Sure, sure. <laughs> I can respect that. I can. So this week's Pokepole, you're stranded on a desert island with three Pokemon. Which three do you choose and why? Okay, now obviously you can be like, ah, oh, Fero, three Feroes, and they carry me to, to land. Okay, cool. Great. How creative. But, like, let's imagine that you're bringing these three Pokemon with you to help you survive in some way. Right. Can I, can I, can I bring a Lapras and ride it to land? That's, that's <laughs> the same gosh darn thing, isn't but it? But Lapras is literally the transport Pokemon. It is the transport Pokemon. I would, I challenge you to be more creative. Let's okay. just say okay. that the rest, that, that Kyogre got to the rest of the world except for one little deserted island and you okay. managed to get there. Oh, okay. Well, you know what? You're going to have to just give me a second. Unless, do you already have an answer set up for this? 
Yeah, I've got half an answer. I can probably invent the other half while we speak. That sounds good. That's like my lifestyle. Let's do uh, it. I mean, I do have, I think I have half an answer just off the top of my head. I don't know the last one, though. So okay. you go first. All right. So I think that I would want to have uh, one, a scyther. Now, I want a scyther. <laughs> I want a scyther not because, it, not because he's my favorite Pokemon, but because he's my favorite Pokemon that I could think of to fill this, this role. In my head, right? I'm trying to find Pokemon that fit the uses of normal survival tools. So for me, Scyther is like an axe that will chop down trees, cut open fruit, all that sort of stuff for me, right? I don't have to find a sharp object. I regret going second now. He's built in, right? So then, oh, you do? I'm sorry about that. You're going to steal all my (laughs) answers. I've got it all together, and then you're just like, all right, here's one. Okay, and then I want to have some sort of water Pokemon that can go collect fish and bring them back for me with relative ease. I'm thinking something like a Sharpedo or maybe a Gyarados that can swallow a bunch or a Whalemore that can swallow a bunch and kind of bring it back. Let's say Gyarados because then Gyarados can also lay eggs and get me more Magikarp that I can, (laughs) I guess, try to eat or something like that. Who knows? And then lastly, I really want to have a Gengar who I could then mega evolve and I could stay in for shelter in a pinch. But I can also use to basically like just destroy anything that might challenge me, like some some wild wild animal. Are you staying inside of a Mega Gengar? Are you thinking of Gigantamax? Yeah, that's the one. There's a big bouncy house, right? Gigantamax Gengar. Yeah, that's the one I want. Sorry. Yeah, forgive me. There's just too many versions of tall Gengar. If I could have the bouncy house version, that's the one I want. It's storming and my shelter blows over. Good. There he is. Okay. So your turn. Slight differences. Okay. So. Chris already said it, but it's too good, and I had it on my list. Scyther, it's just the utility. It can fly. It can cut things down that you need to. No, it can't fly, Kyle. Well, it can, cannot fly. It can't learn the move fly, but oh. it can fly. <laughs> um, As for the water type, because the water type is also a given, I was thinking more like a Blastoise. Because oh, that would go. also be your like protection right there in case of emergency provides a ton of water if you need it and lastly it's got to be a fire type because any of the pokemon can go hunt because a lot of pokemon tend to be carnivorous i imagine and you know you can learn to hunt but Mm. i don't want to have to figure out fire all the time that's that sounds like a bad time i'm gonna go with i'm gonna go with arcanine because arcanine is also like an incredibly loyal pokemon that would that would be with you through thick and thin and help you hunt and stuff just like prehistoric man and wolves slash dogs. There you go. Also, it can know wild charge. So if you built a huge like like a uh, wheel, hamster wheel for its generate energy, it could do that. But plus some because it's making energy, <laughs> right? Or whatever it does. Yeah. I don't know how the infinite energy conundrum works in Pokemon, but sure, we'll go with that. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Okay, well, dear listener, if you have an answer to the question, you're stranded on a desert island with three Pokemon, which three do you choose and why? You can answer the Pokepole question when you post it on social media, such as Facebook and slash or Twitter. Or if a um, or if you're a patron of ours, you can answer when we post that question in the Discord. But you can also leave us a voicemail at 262-586-7717 or... You can write us an email the old-fashioned way and send it to mail at gocastpodcast.com. And speaking of numerous emails. Emails. Numerous emails. Many of them. 
Thoughts of them. <laughs> hey guys, it's the email section, and there's a lot. And I thought we were gonna have a lot on episode 100, but hooey! This is a full email section. This first one's from Chris. Hey, me. I mean, there's just another person named Chris. <laughs> I like your name. It's a good name. Hey, guys, love the show. Keep up the great entertainment. Well, Chris is a liar, so I don't know how I feel about this person anymore. I'm joking. Quick question. I started playing when the game was releasing, got quickly bored at the lack of Pokemon, so I left. I returned to it about a year ago. Correct me if I'm wrong, but in that time span, neither Palkia nor Giratino have been available. Why has it been a year or more since these Pokemon have been available, but in the same time span, Latios and Latias have been available (laughs) multiple times? Thanks, Chris. The funny thing is, is that uh, this was not me, but I could have written this question. (laughs) Talk about, look, you have asked a very important question. Yeah. Nobody really knows the answer, but it's so mind boggling. Yeah, we've seen Giratine Ah. It's it's possible that we might get Giratine O at Halloween again. Um, or something like that but but palkia what a call out <laughs> yeah yeah what a call have, out they're right i mean we've seen dialga yeah have we seen dialga again yeah i'm pretty sure i don't remember it's it all blurs together but i i'm almost positive the real question is not even why haven't we seen giratino or palkia is why have we seen latio and latias and lugia and ho like nine different times each that's the real question because i don't understand it's because the shinies have already been released and they just needed a filler in the schedule i think but why not more interesting ones that would get people to raid why not do a rayquaza weekend or a kyogre groudon weekend they've done a couple of those but well you you also have to understand right that in the other end of the equation of of availability what's a good choice is also generating some sort of false exclusivity right some sort of false drought of a thing if rayquaza is gone for a year and then it comes back three weekends again in a row and it's shiny people will spend so much money okay rayquaza is a bad example you are right but kyogre groudon Giratino, yeah, Giratina? Maybe, maybe Primals, man? I, maybe they're doing that for... I don't know, because we saw a lot of Groudon Kyogre a couple of years ago, though. We did, we did. They had like two or three weekends or, or weeks that they were about. It just, they yeah. seem like better Splash legendaries than Latio and Latias. I think so, too. But yeah, it is kind of strange, though, because normally we would say, oh, yeah, we had these other ones in raids, but we saw Palkia and Dialga in boxes for two months or something like that, you know. But that didn't happen this past year really either because they kind of they ran off the rails, so to speak. So I don't know. This is a really difficult question that I don't think we have an answer to. (laughs) Yeah, it's an unfortunate one. Well, okay, sorry. The answer is, Chris, your guess is as good as mine and Kyle's (laughs) and everybody else's. unfortunately but but yes you're not crazy we haven't really seen those in particular so i hope that they come back for your sake and i'm sure many other trainers uh sakes as well but thank you for the email chris the next email is from alex hey guys my name's alex i've mean to write for a long time thank you for your show i really enjoyed every week thank you for listening every week it's great we have a blast making it mm-hmm. since lockdown it helps a lot i wanted to write because i think i'm not in the age group you target i'm 46 I'm a full-time director in a company, and I started playing back in September 2016 when a colleague recommended it. I never thought I'd like it. After all, it's a children's game. I thought, man, was I wrong. Oh, buddy. Common misconception. Love this. this. (laughs) 
I'm a level 40 player. I think I was the third in my city to get to level 40 in June 2017. That's awesome. Oh my gosh. Wow. I live in Guatemala City. As I write this email, I have almost 190 million experience, 360,000 catches, 12,000 eggs hatched, 350,000 Pokestops spun, 45,000 gym battles. My Pokedex is 599 caught, 600 seen. Trades really help. I have over 9 million Stardust, 200 maxed out Pokemon. Oh my gosh. 257 Pokemon with a third attack. And last season, I got to rank nine and go Battle League. This season, I haven't played much because of a slight heart condition, and the excitement of the battles does not help. Oh, my. True. Sometimes my heart gets going, man. I'm like, "Uh uh-oh. We got to stop. I'm the senior player in my group, but I grind hard. I'm very grateful for the game, the community, and the friends I've made these last four years. My goal is is to get to level 50 if and when the level cap is increased, as it is rumored. I'm copying you guys setting goals. Thank you for your show. Please keep at it, and happy hunting. Wow, that's awesome. I am blown away by those statistics for sure. Holy wowza. Especially because someone didn't think they were going to be interested in it, and and then, you know, it clicks, and you're like, oh, my God. This is what I wanted. I didn't know I wanted this, but it's what I wanted. <laughs> right. Yeah. You're like, wow, this is a void that's being filled in and realized was empty. <laughs> and that's that's the best part about Pokemon Go is it fills so many different voids for so many different people. Definitely. And but to address your question, because I, I obsess over these statistics. Yeah. Your age group, 46. Uh, I yeah. Yep. Uh, you're not necessarily in our usual <laughs> demographic. Our usual demographic is between uh, 14 to 36, I think, is the majority of our listeners. So mm. thank you for being uh, an outlier in a different area and acknowledging that it's really great that we, we get a lot of emails from people from a younger age group that want to connect and talk about stuff. And, and we love that you guys hear emails from younger listeners all the time. And we very rarely hear from older listeners. And I think that there is a stigma in this game, which is super ironic because in the Pokemon world, this is the one that has the most mature audience, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think there's some sort of stigma about people that are like, well, it's a kid's game. Even if I enjoy it, I'm going to keep it to myself. And I can tell you that yeah. we have several people in our Discord that are older folks that love this game just as much as everybody else does. And in some cases, especially in your case, Alex, with these stats, more than the average yeah. bear. Holy cow. They have, you guys have the time and you know, the availability that you're just going to do it because you like it. Yeah. You know? So you said thank you for the show, but thank you for your investment. That's incredible. I'd love to find out the statistics of the age that play Pokemon Go because I know a lot of people in my local community in just the area around that are on the older side. I know a, a bunch of 40, 50 plus year old people who play Pokemon Go. Mm-hmm. You see them out all the time. They're even active raiding. It's it's great. They're they're out there. They're definitely out there. They definitely are. But thank you for making yourself so so visible. And thank you for emailing, Alex. Really appreciate it. This next one's from Mitch. Hi, Chris, Kyle, and company. Ooh, missed this time. Just me and Kyle. <laughs> I really enjoy listening to your podcast. It's nice to get a casual, digestible update on what's going on in the world of Pokemon Go. Casual, he's... No, he's right. Um, <laughs> I have been playing pretty much since the game came out. Super proud of that my account has a start day of 7-6-2016. I share my love of bug types with Chris, and I'm super excited for Bug Out, especially Ninkata on Incense. Oh, man, we're all excited about that. Shiny Dwebble will be mine. Mine too, buddy. 
I recently became a patron and hope to hear more from you guys in the future. I'm thinking of creating Pogo content on my own someday. Appreciate what you guys do and shiny vibes to all. From an undisclosed location in the Chicagoland area, Woo. Mitch. Oh, no. <laughs> Mitch, if we ever do meetups again, which we should as soon as we get the okay from, you know, the World Health Organization and everybody else. Hope we can meet you. That'd be pretty yeah. chill. Planned on doing several meetups this summer in Chicago. Of course, those did not happen, but that just means we'll have to do all the more another time. So hopefully you'll come on out. And thanks for listening. The next email is from Hi Casper. They said, hi, Chris, Kyle, and possibly guest. Ooh, another miss. <laughs> oh, no. Well, hey, can't blame him for swinging. <laughs> hi, Casper here. It's Wednesday, and I've just watched the Pokemon Company's live stream announcement, and I'm so hyped for Megas to come to the game. They announced that Mega Evolution mechanics will be adapted or altered somehow for Pokemon Go. So I wanted to pose a speculative question for you that I've been thinking about for a while, but refused to articulate until Megas were confirmed. Oh. Let's speculate that you can only have one Mega Evolved Pokemon of a particular species. Should I choose a shiny or 100%? Or even if we're allowed to have as many Mega Evolved Pokemon as we like, I'm assuming that Mega Evolving a Pokemon will be a big investment whether through Candy or Stardust, or somehow with the friendship mechanic. So do I prioritize my 100% Raid Salamance or my shiny swag gym defending Salamance? <laughs> my adorable pink Baneri or my extreme 100% butt-kicking Baneri? What would you prioritize? Hope you're both having a great Pogo week and hope we get, and hope we get more information on Mega Mechanics soon. Well... It's the eternal question, isn't it? <laughs> do you, yeah. Do you go for the one that looks good or the one with the better stats? I think it depends on the Pokemon, right? So if Mega is going to be as hit or miss and as variable as we were just discussing earlier in Gear Up, for a Mewtwo, get the highest IV one you have. But for a Sableye, get the shiny one, dude. Like, you're never going to use him, so might oh, as well. Ab absolutely. That said, I did max out my regular Sableye that was 100% instead of the shiny one. So, Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear you. I think it also depends for me on the Mega. Like, Mega Gengar, I already have a maxed out 100% and a maxed out shiny. I'm going to do the shiny because the shinies looks so good and yeah. it's still usable. That's true. But That's there are true. some that, that don't change quite as dramatically, like Mewtwo, that I would definitely just prioritize the higher IVs for. Definitely. I can agree with that. But I think the best part is, unless you care about short manning raids, unless you care about duoing or trioing legendaries, it's okay to do the shiny, even if it's worse. That's totally okay. You're not going to actually lose out on anything. So you don't have to stress about that particular fear of missing out i think sure i can agree with that but i would also put a personal vote in for the shiny swag gym defending elements by the way yeah who's who doesn't want a flying saucer in their gym exactly a spaceship without legs <laughs> <laughs> that's right anyway thanks for the email hi casper <laughs> thanks thank you very much sorry that was a little reference to our live stream this one's from Jackson. Hi, how are you? Doing good, Jackson. How you doing, man? 
Good. Cool. Good to hear. So my answer to the Pokeball is I have no plans. Happy face. I would sit on my couch and catch some Pokemon, but I don't have any Pokeballs. So that means I can't participate in Weedle Commute today. I'm sad about that. I like Beedrill. Where did the one Pokecoin bundles go? Ooh, yikes. Yeah, I know. That was kind of a bummer, but they they are going to bring out hopefully these other things, the free daily box and the encounter and stuff. So hopefully that'll serve you well, Jackson, when it does get around to coming out. But alrighty then, question time. What's the name of the YouTube channel? It never shows up in the show notes. I want to watch live streams, but not live. <laughs> Bye, Jackson. Whoops, that one's on me. Uh, I'm pretty sure I mentioned it a couple of times, and I have yet to put it in the show notes. So I tell you what, Jackson, I'm going to write myself a note right now. I'm going to put it in the show notes just for you. Along with our Twitch channel. And our Twitch stuff, too, because that's where we're live streaming now. And then I upload that stream now to YouTube. But I should say that if you're going to watch the live streams, they're not nearly as produced they're a little bit more unfiltered than these podcasts are so just just be prepared for that we're not swearing up a storm but i'm pretty sure i've said darn it uh, rather <laughs> forcefully a couple of times just yeah. saying so if that bothers you just so you know um but it's relatively clean all the same but yes i'll put that in the show notes i'll put the youtube channel and the twitch channel in the show notes for you and everyone else so thank you jackson next one's from jj they said sup boys with a Z, it's important. Z's so, important. I'm a recently new listener and just wanted to write in to tell you guys how much I appreciate your podcast and all the others I've started to listen to recently. I played Pokemon Go since launch with my friends who I went to high school with, but a little over a year into the game, our accounts got deleted because we used email addresses from high school that must have gotten deleted. About a year of playing went down the toilet. Oh, that's that's unfortunate. I started playing again last year and loved the game more than ever. I really haven't had anyone to play with since those good old days when literally everyone on the planet was walking the streets looking for Pokemon. It's the closest we ever got to Nirvana. I know, man. World we peace. Was, we were so close. We were. The podcast has really made me feel like I'm part of a community in regards to the game. And you guys have even pushed me to use Discord for the first time and do raids with some local people, which a year ago I never would have considered doing. Oh, awesome. That's, that's awesome. That's First, huge. Yeah, that's great. I'm glad <laughs> to have you as part of the community, and I'm glad it's getting you to join your local community too. A question I have for you guys is, what Pokemon do you guys like that others are usually not a fan of? I'm one of the rare people who love grass types and will forever argue that Bulbasaur and its evolutions are one of the best starters. Thanks again, guys. JJ. So what? what's our like top underrated pokemon oh i feel like mine's easy although you could probably make a strong argument against me thinking that this qualifies but i would say cyndaquil because a lot of people don't share love for cyndaquil okay does does Aegislash slash count because i know he gets a lot of flack for being a sword and shield but did he grow on people because i'm not really part of like the pokemon main series sphere i don't think so doesn't zoe think that that Pokemon is Garbo. <laughs> I told you as much on an episode, and you're like, no. Yeah. So I mean, this that's one person. I gotta go with Aegislash. If I'm if I'm wrong, someone can let us know and correct me, and I'll give another answer on another podcast. But everyone else gave Aegislash Aegislash so much grief over being a sword and shield when he came out. And I'm just like, no, I love it so much. It's such a good design. Mm -hmm. I think that qualifies for sure. This next email is from Pranay. Yellow GoCast, this is Pranay or Flack Verling. Yes, I picked a gamer tag. Back with another email for you. 
Well, firstly, I wanted to share my happiness with you about the announcement regarding Mega Evolutions. Finally. Well, we're here to share our happiness with you as well. Oh, man. Also, I wanted to share my accomplishments from this week. I caught four Zekrom, maybe more by the time you read this, out of which four are 95% IV. Wowza. What? Okay. <laughs> That's okay. all of them. Good. I was also able to get nine shiny Weedles, so I have three lines each. Congratulations on the 100th episode in advance. This email is not for the 100th episode. I will be writing another one. Okay, nice. Got it, because I'm reading <laughs> it now. I'm glad <laughs> I'm glad to clarify. Thank you. Keep up the good work. Peace. P.S. Victini might be the surprise for the second day of GoFest. Do correct me if I am wrong. Well, nobody knows for sure, so I can't correct you one way or the other. Uh, it might be the first or the second. Who knows? It might not be either. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, but thank you for the email either way, Pranay. Appreciate it. Last email is from Cameron. Hi, guys. Cameron here. I hope you both had a successful wheel day, or as I endearingly call it, weed noodle. He, he is a <laughs> weed noodle, and it was, it was very successful. My goal was to get 17 Chinese, and I got 18. Well, Woo! look at that. Nice job. Awesome. I also was able to make major progress on my bug, poison, and regular CP counting. I had my first entry for my shiny CP counting, too. Uh, Weedle, Weedle will help you do that. I think I caught four shiny Weedle with 10 CP. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the way to do it. <laughs> Here are the current standings. Regular is up to 220 CP, up from 106. Shiny's at 10. Bug is at 62, up from 20. Yeah, look nice. at those Weedles helping out. Uh-huh. <laughs> Dark is at 10. Flying and Grass are at 11. Normal's at 17, up from 13. Poison's at 30, up from 10. And Weedle. Water's at 10. Yes, Weedle. Nice, nice, Weedle. nice. <laughs> I even started a Weedle CP counting because I had so many. And also because I love Weed Noodle so much. I'm at 62. Well, that's a, that's a lot of Weedle CP. That is. That's also <laughs> all of the bug, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I also got a few new non-event shinies last week. Ooh. A shiny 91% Lunatone. Oh, oh wow. such a good shiny. I love it. A shiny 99% Bulbasaur. Mm, amazing. A shiny 99% Sunkern. Well, you know, it's two out of three ain't bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, still, it's still good. And just now, a Nundo Teddy Ursa, which is to say a 0%. Those are the best. I stand by it. Yeah, I, I agree. Those are the rarest. Those are the rarest iteration of IVs. Niantic, please. Can we get a way to sort for zero IVs? That'd be great. Thank you. Yep. Overall, a very good week. I hope yours was too. Here's a question. What is the most amount of non-event shinies you got during an event? Or the most notable non-event shiny if you can't be bothered to search? Or the most notable non-event shiny if you can't be bothered to search? Thank you for enabling my obsessive compulsive need to make lists about things and keeping up the podcast i hope you meet all your goals for next week oh let's not get ahead of ourselves Cameron. <laughs> all right so most amount of non-event shinies so non-event it's non-event shinies yes you got that you got during an event huh yeah that's okay, an so- interesting one to consider i have two answers because i'm going to answer both parts of the questions because i remember them oh okay go for it one was shiny lily pup and when when all the new stuff was announced and they just like here he's shiny he's out it wasn't boosted or anything i caught two almost back to back and i caught 
a shiny Swablu that same day. So it was it was a three shiny day. It was it was an exciting one. Nice. Very and nice. the most notable non-event shiny was at the first ever GoFest that I've mentioned before. After everything was over, I hatched an egg and it was a shiny Puchenya. Nothing to do with the event. Nothing at all. Just here you go. Oh, yeah. We were sitting down to have dinner or something, yeah. right? Yeah. It was, yeah, it was that's great, right. Great end of the day. That's for sure. It was. It was pretty good. Uh, I didn't I don't really have a clear memory of these things and scrolling through my shinies. It's not particularly clear to me, but I do remember I do remember in particular that two summers ago. Right. So the summer of 2018, when we started this podcast, pretty fresh, Whalmer in abundance throughout the entire summer. <laughs> it was like the thing. There were Whalmer everywhere. There was the water festival. There were other non events. But Whalmer was everywhere and we all kept getting shinies. I remember that. <laughs> pretty clearly for the second part the the most notable non-event shiny i really couldn't tell you i i kind of just play a lot um and i don't like i i don't know i generally think i just have awful shiny luck if it's outside of an event and great if it's inside of an event with an exception of the sweetle community day ironically that's fine but uh but yes definitely whalmer for the first part of that question thank you for asking cameron and if you, dear listener, would like to be like Cameron and all these other fine folks and send in an email, you can do so by to mail at gocastpodcast.com or by calling in and leaving a voicemail to 262-586-77017. You can also visit our website at gocastpodcast.com. If you missed any of this information, we have an about page. You can go there and get all of it. You can follow us on Twitter at GoCastPodcast. Like us on Facebook, the GoCastPodcast. If you're looking for our YouTube channel, it's YouTube.com forward slash C forward slash GoCastPodcast or it's Twitch.tv forward slash GoCastPodcast. I will try my best to remember to have those in the show notes for this week. If you'd like to help support us monetarily, you can do so via Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash GoCastPodcast where the minimal tier of $1 a month gets you access to our patron-exclusive Discord, which is where we pull from remote PvP tournaments. We talk a lot of smack about Pokemon with each other. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> a lot of just, you know, people hanging out and sharing their their mutual passionate interest in this game that we all play a little bit too much. And lastly, if monetary support isn't your deal or it's just not in the cards right now, super understandable. You can, of course, still help us out by leaving us a review on your favorite podcatcher, whether it's Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or Spotify when they finally bring reviews to there. I think I bring this up every single week. Come on, Spotify. Let's make it happen. Time's a a ticking. Let's go. Come on. (laughs) Anyway, the last thing I'm going to say before we set some goals and actually get out of here is next week is our episode 100. And we are still collecting voicemails and or emails. If you guys would like to send one in to share your favorite memory of the podcast or Pokemon Go in general, if you just want to say hi, congratulations, whatever you want to do, we're just going to have a complete section that's going to be dedicated to mail from you guys. So thank you very much in advance. And for those of you that have already sent some in, I have taken a peek at a few of them and they're they're lovely. So thank you guys very much. Okay, Kyle, you had a little bit of a reprieve where I just talked for a long time, but now it's time to pay up. It's time to meet your maker. Let's set some goals. Oh, no. I don't wanna. (laughs) Yeah, it's okay. Well, at least least one of them won't be make five Wayfair things or whatever. No. Okay, so I'm going to actually attempt to complete the throwback challenge. Okay. I'm going to do 20 Go Battle League matches minimum and... See where that takes me. 
and then I'm also going to do 200,000 Stardust as I start to actually feel happy when I look at my Stardust count instead of depressed. Very nice. I can get I can get behind that. Okay, I'm going to max Wormple because he's next on my list, but because next week is episode 100, it's going to be a party hat Wormple instead. Okay, but hang on. Party hat Wormple. What about us evolutions? Well, okay, so I'm I'm only doing max I'm only doing max evolutions, but Beautifly and Dustox don't have party hats, and I want it to be festive for episode 100. Are you gonna do Beautifly and Dustox afterwards? You bet. Okay. Yep. I'm not skipping. I'm not skipping. I'm (laughs) I'm making a small investment to celebrate. That's what I'm doing. Okay. Yes. Just like Warple, he didn't have to show up, but he did with confidence and a party hat. And I want to celebrate him. Okay. All right. Cool. Glad we had this talk. All right. So (laughs) I want to do three hundred thousand Stardust because I loved grinding the other day for Stardust. I had such a good time. And it felt great, but that's also because there was a sweet bonus going on. But while this event is live and there's two times catch Stardust, I'm going to try to get the most out of it as as I can. In addition to that, I'm going to try to I'm going to try to get my hands on an actual good Zekrom. And again, good means above 90 percent. So there's going to be that. OK, that's going to be my three goals. I'm not going to overload myself this week. OK, so Kyle, throwback challenge done for you. 20 GBL, 200,000 Stardust for me. Max, my party hat, Wormple. 300,000 Stardust and get a good Zekrom. Oh, I think that's it, man. That's it, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Oh, oh, slight little note. We are going to be on the episode of Lured Up this week with Ken and Adam. That'll be a lot of fun. Not sure which one of these is going to come out first. They they usually turn their stuff around because Ken does not sleep, uh, but we'll see. Anyway, you'll hear from us one way or another. But until next time, see you guys later. Bye-bye. Bye.